0: Hello, traders, and if you are listening for the first time and you're wondering why we're saying traders, it's because we live in a day where if you speak the truth, you are considered to be a traitor now. And so we at Truth is Now Treason speak the truth. And so we are all traitors in our eyes, and it's a good thing. I'm Lennox.
1: And I'm Dietrich.
0: So welcome again to yet another episode of You Can't Handle It. This is episode seven to this series where we have been talking about the almost complete absence of truth in our society and what the cost will be for this behavior. And as we pointed out, we are in a time where there are so many who are lying that it creates an almost fatal insecurity like John MacArthur mentioned in episode one to this series We've seen this in our nation when a teacher can be fired for saying that George Floyd would still be alive if he had stayed in the cop car. We're living in a society that is infatuated with lies and fears the truth. And this will be our last week to expose lies in our society. But in this particular episode, we are going to be focusing on several institutions within our country. We're going to expose the sacred cow And show how it is nothing but a lie. This sacred cow has been around for quite some time and you will never hear, I can assure you, hardly anyone say what we are going to be saying here in this episode at Truth Is Now Treason. It is especially important to expose this sacred cow because of all the barrage of words on how we need social equity.
1: Now, most of what those who are interested in destroying the truth have been focusing on is equity. They say their primary interest is usually to promote equity, and they have been interested. So as a result, we have been interested in what cancel culture. Now, what is cancel culture? It's when one group decides another group needs to be destroyed because they don't agree, or what CRT has been saying. Now, what is CRT? That's critical race theory. What does that teach? Basically, it comes down to this. There's two groups of people in this nation, the oppressor and the oppressed. You want to know who's what? The oppressors are those who are white, and the oppressed are those who are not. And this is what these two groups teach, and they have been focusing on supposedly equity. But what it comes to is we wanted to looking at what they have been wanting to destroy. Now, there's no one who is safe from the wrecking ball they have become. It doesn't matter who it is or how long ago it happened. If you didn't have the mentality of a 21st century progressive back in 1776 or any other year, then you're a terrible person who must be destroyed. Now, there was something that briefly happened where we thought, is this actually going to go in the right direction? There was a small group of black community leaders who are attacking Planned Parenthood. As it turns out, this is for a very good reason. I want you to listen to this statistic from the Gutmacher Institute. Now, you may be asking, who is the Guttmacher Institute? It is a part of Planned Parenthood. Planned Parenthood is the number one provider of abortions in this nation. So I am using the statistics of abortion one themselves.
0: So here's what the article says. This much is true. In the United States, the abortion rate for black women is almost, almost five times that for white women. Did you catch that? Black women have abortions at a rate of four to five times that of white women. That is staggering, especially when you consider that there are far fewer black women than there are white in this nation. And if you don't believe that statistic, then consider the statistics given by the NIH, which we also included in the notes of this episode. The NIH says... The most recent CDC report on abortion in the United States indicates that in 2016, the non-Hispanic black abortion rate, which is 25.1 abortions per 1,000 women age 15 to 44, was 3.8 times the non-Hispanic white rate of 6.6. So let me say that again. The abortion rate for blacks was 25 abortions out of 1,000 black women in that age bracket, which was about four times higher than the white rate, which was six abortions out of 1,000 women. So this begs the question, why is this the case?
1: Now, obviously, some of it comes down to personal choice, but there is more to it than just that. Margaret Sanger was the founder of Planned Parenthood and she was a eugenicist. So what does that mean? It means that she believed in eugenics. Eugenics is the practice or advocacy of controlled selective breeding of human populations to improve the population's genetic composition. So that's a lot of big words. What does it come down to? Margaret Sanger wanted to control who was born and who wasn't. Listen to her words from The Pivot of Civilization. We are paying for and even submitting to the dictates of an ever-increasing, unceasingly spawning class of human beings who never should have been born at all. So, Sanger, in her own words, believes that there are people who should never have been born at all. Who is she referring to? Blacks. Sanger was a rabid racist. She wanted to control which race grew and which one faded away. Another quote from this book is this. She says, though the eugenicists are seeking to assist the race toward the elimination of the unfit. In this case, she was referring to the human race. Sanger wanted to eliminate the unfit.
0: This is probably why over 60% of the Planned Parenthood locations are in areas that have a high percentage of minorities. This was Margaret Sanger's vision for abortion. She wanted a higher percentage of abortions to be on those who were not white. Listen to what she said to Dr. C.J. Gamble. We have a photo of this letter. These are her words. The minister's work is also important and he should be trained perhaps by the Federation as to our ideals and the goal that we hope to reach. We do not want word to go out that we want to exterminate the Negro population. Right? The woman who fought so hard for abortion was fighting so hard because she wanted to exterminate this group of people. Now, on a side note, listen to Hillary Clinton talk about Margaret Sanger. She's accepting an award at this ceremony, a Margaret Sanger Award, and this is what she has to say about Margaret Sanger. Well, thank you so much. It's great to be back in Houston with so many friends and to have an opportunity to participate in The Planned Parenthood annual meeting. I have to tell you that uh, it was a great privilege when I was told that I would receive this award. Uh, I admire Margaret Sanger enormously. Her courage, her tenacity, her vision.
1: Really, Hillary? You're in awe of her vision? You want to try that one again? You know, when we saw that there were those in the black community who were attacking Planned Parenthood, we got excited. They correctly called the creator of Planned Parenthood a rabid racist and a eugenicist whose goal in her own words was to assist the race towards the elimination of the unfit. They were using her own words against her and it was a beautiful thing. Planned Parenthood did capitulate to a degree, but unfortunately the pressure waned and things just got back to the way they were. The murder of those who were unfit just continues as if it is all okay now there's something we would like to ask in regards to all this now people have been attacked for what they have said or done and as we have pointed out in the case of margaret sanger rightly so but there's someone who has been completely ignored in the middle of all this and i would like to ask why charles darwin why is charles darwin being ignored now charles darwin was one of the great thinkers of his era Unfortunately, he was also a racist and published ideas on this, but we don't hear a peep about how evil he is. Charles Darwin was the man behind the idea of evolution. Evolution teaches that all species change over time. They'll change from one species to another to yet another, and that all species have come from one species. I want you to listen to the words of the mind that brought us this idea. He said this. At some future point, the civilized races of man will almost certainly exterminate and replace the savage races throughout the world. Darwin believed in civilized races and savage races. That's right. In Darwin's minds, there are those who are lesser and those who will exterminate. These are his words, not mine. You want more proof? We've included a link where you can see a picture of an early edition of his most famous book.
0: And the title of his book, The Origin of Species, originally had a subtitle. The Preservation of Favored Races and the Struggle for Life. Again, you don't want to believe us? Well, go to the information area of the link for this podcast. And there you will see a link to a picture of this front page of this book with this subtitle. The subtitle was later dropped for obvious reasons, right? But it doesn't change the fact that this is what Darwin proposed. So why is he getting a pass?
1: Now, listen to the words of Stephen Jay Gould. Now, this is a leading evolutionist of the 1970s and 1980s, and he had this to say about evolution. Biological arguments for racism may have been common before 1859, but they increased by orders of magnitude following the acceptance of evolutionary theory. An evolutionist is saying that evolution, at its very core, is racist. If you want even more on this, I want to challenge you to look at a documentary called Expelled. In this documentary, one of the people they interview is a German historian who says that Hitler would never had existed had evolution not existed. Because what did Hitler do? Hitler used evolution as an excuse to propose that Jews were less human than he was. Evolution, by its very nature, is a defense for racism. So we have a racist man who writes a book that is racist, and his book is used as a defense of racism, yet crickets from the woke crowd. Why?
0: This is an important question to answer because all we hear from the left is how racist all white people are or how racist America is or our systems are. Planned Parenthood, in its origin, was systemically racist. Darwin, in his evolutionary theory, originated with racism. But we cannot listen to a current leader today talk about how bad America is. Who controls this education system? The Democrats do. They are the ones who control the curriculum. And their curriculum endorses someone who is a racist. And now with this social equity ruse, and it is a ruse that we're hearing constantly from the left, because in this country, we do have equal opportunity for all. The reality is often unequal outcomes, often come about as a result due to poor choices, which very few people talk about or even discuss. These people on the left love to push racism, but yet they love their Planned Parenthood. They love Darwin and they love to push racism against whoever, whenever it achieves what they want. And what do they want? A country not founded on the one true God, the God who is mankind's savior for his sinful condition, the condition that we have been exposing in this series. And because in the eyes of this woke crowd, these liberals, the most important thing to them is their hatred for God. They would never tell you that, but they have hatred for God. They have hatred for those who are disciples of Christ. They have hatred of Israel. And they especially have hatred of Judeo-Christian values. Why do we hear about Project 1619? Why do we hear about critical race theory? Because it's hitting the Judeo-Christian founding of this country. That's why. That's what it's all about. They can't come out and say that, but that's what it's about. And this trumps everything. And as a result, they are coddling their Darwin, their precious little racist, because they think that he proves that God is a myth. So that makes him more valuable than any equality they could imagine. Darwin is their sacred cow, while George Washington, Thomas Jefferson can be erased from history. Why? Most likely because they had a relationship with, with the true God.
1: You know, and this is what my prayer is, and this is for everyone. If you're waiting for the government to do more to benefit you, I want you to realize you're waiting for the wrong thing. The government cannot legislate victory for any community. This is when a community will have victory, when it realizes that the most important thing for them to achieve is to strengthen their family and to make Christ the head of the family. When this occurs, a revolution is going to happen that will stand this nation on end. I hope it does happen. It's going to be an exciting day that will be unlike any other when we decide we're going to throw away the lies and we're going to say, please, God, help us to see that happen in our family. Until,
0: Until next time, my fellow trainers. Like you.